Hello, viewers and listeners. Thank you guys so much for joining me again. I'm Kay McCoy, and this is The Story Stations. Today, I am here with our featured author, Javanda. Hi, how are you? Hello, hello. How did I do with the name? Good, good. Javanda is Ah, okay. Yeah. So go ahead, let people know a little bit about yourself, what it is that you write. I am author Javonda Robinson. I am the author of His Gal. It's my debut book. Um, I write romance, erotica, but I feel like I write real life because real life is romance. Yeah. Um, you could follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and authorjavondarobinson.com. And there you have it, folks. So we will be talking about her premiere book. Again, it's titled His Gal. Is, is that how you say it? Because I know yeah. everybody, they try to make fun of Southerners, but then they try to sound like Southerners. And I don't want right. to stress it because in my head, I would just say His Gal. And nope. it's almost one word. <laughs> but I know somebody yeah. listening is going to be like, well, actually. <laughs> nope. It's the way I wrote it, His Gal. It does sound like one word. Just it really it. does. And I, I caught myself. I was like, why am I pausing? It's just, just say it. <laughs> yes. yes. So what, what happens with this story without giving away too many spoilers? What can readers come to expect with your first story? Um, it's, <laughs> it's kind of a coming of age, realizing who she is at 40 and accepting who she is at 40 and realizing that love has always been there she just had to let it happen. And it took almost falling in love with someone else to realize that your love has always been there, so. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and it's a perfect time for it to come out now, especially, you know, love is in the air. It's Valentine's Day, everybody, yeah. all smooches and <clears throat> whatnot. So yeah. I, I'm excited to hear about this. Now, what made you decide to debut with this story? Why not some other story in the works? Because again, I know as authors, we always got something else we're working on. So what made you choose this story right now? Um, It had a lot to do with me. There's a lot of underlying things in it, mm -hmm. but I started this book in 2017. And having a husband and four children, it took me until 2020 to finish it. But <laughs> it was just, she has the superwoman syndrome, which a lot of us have mm -hmm. as black women, because we have to be so much more just to level the playing field for us to be able to be recognized and looked after. So she had Life the superwoman hard syndrome. hard for half as much. Right. Yeah. She, um, she she wanted to be a great mother. She wanted to be a great daughter. She wanted to be a great friend. She wanted to be a great employee. So she did all of those things. And I mean, her, her son was the product of a, a teenage pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that, she felt like she had to overcome. So um, I, I mean, I wasn't a teenage mother, but I know a lot of teenage mothers who felt like they had to overcome. So it's a lot of underlying things in there that I, I kind of just, I don't know, I guess I just kind of skip over, but it's there. So it, it adds a little depth to the story, mm -hmm. but I, I chose to write it because it's the story of so many women. But then 
I just also wrote it because I just needed an escape. I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> You're like, this is my baby. And I, I needed it as much as yes. I, I possible. I could see it in your face, that far away looking. That's how I knew. I'm like, yeah, the, I don't even think you chose the story. I think the story chose you. As soon as I saw that in your it eyes, did. Like, <laughs> but it I, I love that you touched did. on that because that's really important. Like the superwoman complex that a lot of black women face and we all make mistakes, but it, it mistakes, but it just seems like black women are held at even harsher, even harder standards. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited to like dive into this book. Hopefully one of the listeners will get a chance to read this book and we'll, we'll get to talk about that on the page a little bit later. But can you tell us um, a little bit about someone other than the main character in your story? A character that kind of surprised you or you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> you have a um, bigger role. <laughs> <laughs> Her son, um, Irvin Jr., who is um they call him ej mm-hmm. ej and ej opens up a lot of things too for her he mm-hmm. he also has a love interest in the story and she is his best friend mm-hmm. but he has feelings for her mm-hmm. so that part in there it, it touches on that and a couple of people that have read the book have said are you going to tell their story um <laughs> i didn't plan to those people don't talk to me in my head. It was just Irvin and Galea that were talking to me. So um, Irvin Jr. is the one that that sticks out the most to me that I, I do feel like now that people are saying it, it's mm-hmm. like, stop talking to me. I want to tell somebody else's story right now. I love that because it, it amazes me how we can write and be so focused on one character and everyone's like, yeah, that person's great. I'm going to give them a moment, but can we talk about so-and-so? And I was like, I just gave you like 60,000 words of this story. And here you yes. have somebody who has like maybe 10, 12 pages of dialogue. What, what do you Exactly. <laughs> but I love that it's her son because- Again, we don't really talk too much of, I, I think, in my opinion, we don't talk too much about like black male perspective when it comes to romance and love and all those things. You, mm-hmm. you hear about them popping bottles and wanting all the girls, but it's just like, we don't touch on that. And, and that's his best friend. Ooh. Yes. Ooh, what did you do? I got to read this now. <laughs> right. And, it, and I mean, it gets a little sticky in there. Mama and daddy kind of get in it. But he mm-hmm. kind of pulled the men in and daddy is telling him like, look, son, mm-hmm. we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. You said you had feelings for her. You yeah. need to do right by her. Mm-hmm. So Don't I kind of touched here. on it a little bit. I love that. Oh, I like the drama already. Just <laughs> you had me with the title and now I'm, I'm, I'm expecting a good amount of spice. So I'm, I'm ready yes. to read this story. <laughs> also want to talk to you a little bit as an author. So mm-hmm. I know you said this book took you a couple of years and that's cool. But what do you think you've learned the most as an author completing this book over the last four years? This book taught me a lot about me. <laughs> I, again, it, it was the whole superwoman syndrome, superwoman complex, just mm-hmm. feeling like I needed to be the best wife, the best mm-hmm. mom the best daughter, the best educator, the best businesswoman. And I realized at some point in time, you have to sit down and take care of you. Mm -hmm. So that's what this book was about. It was like, nope, mama's not doing anything right now. Javonda's not doing anything. Wife Javonda, 
Mm-hmm. Daughter Javonda is not doing anything right now. I am going to sit down and pen this book because mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. So that. that's what this book was about. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping to provide that escape that I use when I need time to myself. I put my face in a book yeah. so that I can block out everything else. So mm-hmm. I was hoping to provide that for other women and, and men as well, because yeah. I've had some men who said that they read it. See, now that's interesting because I, I have men that follow me as an author, but they don't, they mm-hmm. lurk. They don't really openly say, ah, oh, yes, I read your story. And I was just like, I see you. Like the algorithms don't lie. So <laughs> I know you read right. <laughs> But I don't want to say anything either and like put too much shine on them because then I feel like they'll just scurry away. So- I'm calling them out. <laughs> I'm calling them out. We uh, know you read our books. Yeah. We want you to read our books. It gives mm. you great pointers. Yeah. <laughs> and just a little a little teaser here. We will have a, a male author this this month. Yes. I, and that's the first question I thought to ask. And I was just like, you know, I'm gonna ask everybody across the board because I know men are reading my stories. And it's <laughs> just like, what what is your thought or what is your main thought on that when you besides calling them out? Like, why, why is it that you think that they don't want anyone to know that they read romance? What is it about the genre that just screams to them, like, I got to hide this? <laughs> I think it's the machismo in them. I think it's, they, they don't want to fit. Uh-uh, that's girly. That's not masculine. But it is. Yeah. But I, it, it was more so like family members mm-hmm. or my husband's frat brothers, his best friends all of them read it but it was just to support me but it was mm-hmm. me constantly pushing, like read the book yeah. read the book mm-hmm. your girlfriend will love it your mm-hmm. wife will love it but you need to read it with her yeah so I I think it's more they, they don't feel as masculine but it's like mm-hmm. there are parts of the story that are about men yeah. it will help you but mm-hmm. I asked my husband for input on the male perspective of it because I can write it from a female's perspective Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't necessarily be genuine or mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't feel real. Mm-hmm. So I had to ask him to get that. And I wanted them to read it so they could tell me for the next book. Like, yeah. does it seem real? Is it's it like, not real? listen, I like what you're doing here, but this right here, from exactly. my point of view, wouldn't fly. And like, tell me why. See, I kind of envy you now because. I've, I've written a couple of short stories and I've tried to write them from the male perspective. And it's just like, um, I'm literally pulling material from like my friends because most of my friends are guys. But yes. I don't want to ask them to read my stuff because it's like, some of it's steamy. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Like you can, I mean, you can iron your clothes with some of these but, but they need that. They need that to understand because they were joking with me. They were saying, oh, he did this. He pulled this out of his pants. And it, it was like, you know, just um, like teasing. Yes. So, and it was like, but really that's what it is. If you read it, mm-hmm. apparently you've read something. So if you're reading theirs, read mine. Yeah. Like get <laughs> the female perspective of what the male right. experience is like, because we don't know unless y'all tell us. I, I was thinking yeah. about that. I'm, you know what? I'm probably going to send a few of my guy friends and my copies now. I feel better now. But You should. I, I'm always nervous. It's like, 
Ooh, I want them to think that because you know you, it, it just can't be held. They always think it's about you. They're always wondering how did you create this story? How did you come up with this story? And I know my guy friends because they've teased me about stuff before, and I just know they're gonna bring up some mess, and I'm gonna have to deal with it. And it's just like you know what? Keep talking. I'll put you in the story. Exactly. I think that that's is hilarious. That's why. That's why men don't come for because they don't want to be the next character in your story. True. But I, I put the disclaimer out there. I was like, hey, y'all come and I'm one of those people. It's a blessing and a curse. I tell people all the time that I can just be in a store and somebody will turn around and start telling me their life story. And it's like, um, I don't know you. Why are you telling me this? But so family members, friends, mm-hmm. co-workers, and it's like, hey, I'm putting a disclaimer out there. If you tell me, I'm not going to give it verbatim. But you may appear in the story or parts of you may appear in the story. I will change the name to protect the innocent. Mm-mm, I protect the not so innocent, <laughs> trifling. Because some of my guy friends, they yeah. do have trifling tendencies. And they're like, why do you even use that word? It's like, what do you want me to use? Do you want me to call uh-huh. you a bum? What is it you want me to say to make you feel better about <laughs> your, your your tendencies to do awful stuff? Like, tell me. And that's what I'll put down. So, yeah. yeah. I like that you give them disclaimers. I ain't giving disclaimers. You want me to write you better than you need to. You need to be better and and go see a therapist and and work on yourself. Because <laughs> yes, I'm not. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. So I, again, I, I wish I had more vocal male readers because I know they're out there. I'm I'm gonna leave y'all alone for now, but let this podcast be a warning. <laughs> Right. But at, I mean, mm-hmm. if only they knew, mm-hmm. read this book, Yeah, try some of the steamy things mm-hmm. and watch your love life flourish. Yeah. <laughs> Not even necessarily like the steamy things, like just the communication part, because yes. I feel like guys are so quick to want to rush to the physical because that's like they're, they've been conditioned to think, okay, that's my love language. Right. But it's like, it doesn't have to be your only love language. Like, affirmations work read it learn something <laughs> yeah yes mm-hmm. I had an ex that asked me on um Facebook mm-hmm. he says is that part about me I was, and and the only thing that I got was you read my book you bought and read my book right <laughs> <laughs> and eventually we got to it and I was like I did that happen yeah I was like when did that happen Mm-hmm. Oh, it did. I don't remember. So no, it wasn't about you. Sorry. Yeah. Were you flattered or were you upset? <laughs> and mean, let's talk about <laughs> why. Let me grab my pen. Why were you yeah. upset? Why were you in your feelings? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that though. So, because I have a section called the smooch ratings and I have mm-hmm. a feeling I could guess where your rating would be, but for his gal, where is your smooch rating? Is it would you give it like just one smooch, or would you give it the top notch, full Monty four smooches? Oh, as as I like would give scene. it a solid three point five. Ooh, that's like an ice skater score. <laughs> it's like three point five. Yes, <laughs> I wish I had a card. <laughs> yeah, and it's only because I pulled it back a little bit because I want to be able to go a little further in the next book. So. Uh-huh. So you want to make, keep them well then, and then bring them and give them a little bit more for the next round. Okay. 
I like that. I I like self-control. I don't think I have it, but I like seeing it in other people. (laughs) (laughs) And then too, I have to, I had to keep in mind that I'm 40 and they're in their 40s. I do in my 40s and what I did in my 20s was a little different. So the second book is dealing with people in their 20s. That was a completely different time, activities and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> i like that comparison though because again that's something people don't talk about everybody wants to talk about the sex scenes and the smut and they're like give it to me i want it all and it's like um that's not realistic because people in their 40s like like you said mostly you have kids you have family obligations right. work we, we just we just don't have the time and sometimes no. you know, we all don't have stallion knees like we can't Thank be <laughs> The vibranium knees that yeah. went out in the thirties. I can't do that stuff. I know anymore. when I lost mine, it was juveniles back that ass up. That was when I lost my knees. It, it, so it, right there, out. yeah, that was it. It was a good time. And every time I hear that song, my knees cry. But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they probably tell you, "Don't do that." don't do that and my brain is like we can do it it's literally like that kermit meme where Mm -hmm. you're like your knees are like don't do it and yeah my brain is like oh do it (laughs) do it this is your time yeah (laughs) it's like this your jam you got this you can do it right (laughs) the 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 smooch writing the the swinging from the rafters there's some stuff in there and i would just say there's a hotel and there's a chair Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that somebody brought up to me, the hotel and the chair. And I was like, oh, that was just kind of all imagination. Yeah. I just kind of did that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I like so, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this is all I gotta say. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give y'all this and then walk and you just walk away. <laughs> that's literally what you did. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I, I cannot wait to hear the listener's response to this story because seriously, I'm excited. I, I'm actually, I'm really happy because like, this is your first book. This is your baby. Like, it what did is. you, what and you're you, my first interview. Oh, that's right. I knew, I knew that I was going to be interviewing somebody. It was their first time, but I wasn't sure who it was. So I'm excited. See, we almost ended up into a whole nother conversation because of the book cover. I have so much trouble finding the the right people for my book covers. I, I love yours. It's very simple, but you still get an idea of what that story is about from your book yes. cover. Really good. Really good job. Oh my gosh. I like silhouettes <laughs> and I did. I had this whole idea of, I wanted her. I mean, most of my, my characters, the women are going mm-hmm. to be plus size women just because I think plus yeah. size women are awesome. Yeah. But I mean, all women are awesome, but we, we get such a, oh, we're she's not, not the default and right. the default is just, it's, you know what, that's a whole nother podcast and it's going to happen because <laughs> <laughs> invite me. I should yeah. talk on that one. I, I will but, definitely invite you because it, it's a conversation that needs to be had. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted, I told the, the designer, I, first of all, let me just say, I tried to get my 19 year old daughter who is a wonderful artist to design my book cover but she was busy with college so I let her slide but (laughs) she was not making you proud she's like I'm out (laughs) I'm working it's like okay Mm -hmm. so then I wanted I wanted her to be because she is she is a superwoman she does Mm -hmm. it all Mm -hmm. she's I wanted her to be a boss up chick 
but I couldn't find the right thing, the right person. I couldn't get a picture in my head to describe it, but I needed her mm-hmm. to be it. But then I said, I want silhouettes. I, I want her I don't want her to look a certain way. I don't want to paint that picture for people. I want them to paint their own picture of her. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times I find myself flipping back to the cover of the book. What does she look like again? So I can yeah. keep that picture in my head. So that movie that's running as I'm reading is that. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted mm-hmm. people to picture her the way that they wanted to see her. Exactly. Because if it has to be you and that woman, if you are Galea, if you are Gal, then you be gal and let that work for you. Mm -hmm. I like that approach. That's a a, definitely a good way to look at it. But like looking for plus size models on these sites nowadays is just, it's such a daunting task. So much so that I've even started a whole nother like freelancing project just to do something about it because I'm tired of not being able to even find so much as like a silhouette. And like you said, you you kind of want the reader to decide what they look like. And like you said, if it if you're a gal, then you be her. But I didn't even have that much as an option. It's always something cute and cuddly and approachable, but like in this friendly way. And it just, each one of those pictures just, it just made me want to scream. <laughs> Yes, because we are sensual, sexual yeah. beings. Can can you portray us as such? Because I have seen some women and it's like, you know what, sis, do your thing. Yeah. Am I bold enough to do it? No, mm-hmm. but I think you are super sexy. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to be able to see and portray mm-hmm. because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about romance. These yeah. men or or women in some mm-hmm. stories see these women as sexy beings yeah can you show that can we not yeah. be the school mom with grumpy <laughs> clothes there's so many you know there's so <laughs> many troops it's just I, I can't I I literally can't but again thank you so much for meeting with me today I have one final question on the author side of things so since this is your first your first novel not of many what advice would you like to pass on to anyone else that feels like, oh man, I'm taking so long to write this story. It's not going to matter. Why am I, I, I'm still doing this. What advice would you give them to finish and to see that story through? Just write at your own pace. Just write it. It doesn't matter if it makes sense to anyone else. It's your voice. It's your project. It's for you. Just write it. And no matter that there are 50 million other authors out there writing in your same genre, it is not your voice. Your voice deserves to be heard. So just write it. Take your time. Write it. Somebody will buy it. (laughs) Somebody (laughs) wants your story. I love that. I love that message. Just take your time. Somebody wants it. Trust me. There's a I saw an Amish crime thriller. So I know, yes, I was like, oh, Amish, those have got to be the most peaceful people on the planet. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was almost happy. Yeah, I really wanted to know. I was like, somebody got cheated out of land. And <laughs> but I didn't. I was like, nope, I'm not going to go there. But there's a genre for Amish crime thrillers. So that that's really good advice just write your story somebody will read it trust me somebody will buy it yes. I'll take that. 
Thank you so much. And again, thank you listeners for joining us here today on the Story Station. I'm Kay McCoy, and I will see you for our next podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us again for yet another episode from the Stories Station. I'm Kay McCoy, your host, and I'd like to take this time to remind you to show your listener support by leaving us a five-star review. Thank you again so much, and everyone have a sweet and romantic day.